0: Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about issues of the day from a biblical perspective, as well as highlights from interviews, conferences, and events. Here's Monty Larrick. Thanks for making Illinois Family Spotlight part of your day. Government school students are exposed to X-rated sex ed hate America history, and godless leftist ideology. And to top it off, a lot of these taxpayer-funded schools are graduating students who lack math, science, and reading skills, even in high-income districts. Illinois Family Institute believes there's a better way to educate our kids, and that's why we've launched Rescuing Our Children, a government school exit action plan. We're encouraging churches to create affordable, Bible-based schools, and we're also working with parents and grandparents to create discipleship-driven home education programs for their children and grandchildren. New member of the IFI team is Ann Hurst, longtime friend of IFI, and Ann, dare I say, is a homeschooling expert. Ann, how did you obtain this lofty status? How many kids did you home educate?
1: Well I home educated three children. I actually have four. My oldest one went through public school. When the second one came along, decided to homeschool them. So I have a little bit of a comparison between government-run schools and home education.
0: Now you started homeschooling at a time when government schools were not as bad as they are today. What prompted you to begin home education?
1: There were a lot of factors, but I think uh, one of the main things, uh, actually probably two main things. We were listening to Focus on the Family in the morning, and in the one particular morning, I remember they had some, a guest panel of home-educated students that had graduated. And I was just so impressed by these young adults, their ability to articulate, to really understand the concepts, their strength in the Lord, um, a whole lot of things. And that's when we started considering it.
0: What a change in your lifestyle. This had to be a major shakeup.
1: It really wasn't a major shakeup. There were definitely adjustments. But now that I, since I already had an older kid, I I realized how quickly those years go by. And I really wanted to spend as much time as possible with uh, with my boy as I could. But there were other factors as well. I knew that because of his energy uh, he was a very active young boy I just I just knew that he wasn't gonna fit in well with the government sit still sit at a desk all day long um, and keep quiet atmosphere
0: but was what was being taught in the government school did that play a factor in your decision to home educate
1: I think that it wasn't so much what was being taught but what wasn't being taught oh and how, um, how it, things are taught. I understood even back then, now this is going back 25 years, the focus was more on conformity, churning out a product, not so much focused on individual learning. It was more about teachers and schools scoring high than about the individual students. If you have a class full of 30, 40 kids, the teacher is forced to just teach to the middle. The brightest, and the ones who are struggling are the ones who get kind of left behind. Or, or anyone who doesn't learn on the learning style that they, they teach to kind of falls off.
0: And there's the teacher with 30 to 40 kids trying to keep them all in line. Yes. Yeah, it's an impossible <laughs> task. So when you hear about what's happening in government schools today, all the more reason to home educate, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I know you've already stated this, but there's a huge problem with Not just what's being taught, but like I said, what isn't being taught. And what's missed really is a good, solid academic foundation that really isn't the focus of today's schools. If parents are concerned about their student, their child, being very strong in math, science, and reading, they're not going to do as well in the government-run school. That's, That's not their main focus. That's not their goal.
0: How did you get started? It seems like a daunting task.
1: Okay, I have to confess. I I took the easy route. I started when my um, babies were babies. I did not have to consider calculus and chemistry and, and how I'm gonna manage getting them ready for college. I actually just walked into it thinking, we're just gonna go kindergarten first, maybe second grade, just lay a foundation. And then we did take it year by year, but each year I got more comfortable. He is already used to this system not an institution, so his style of learning is fitting in well, and I had a quite a large number of resources at my disposal. People stepping in to help, a lot of different groups, so I just kept turning and turning for help all along the way as I needed it.
0: You had resources. mm mm-hmm. Who helped you out?
1: Homeschool friends, Illinois Christian home educators, uh, HSLDA, which is the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. I I did a lot. I I went to their website quite a bit, did a lot of reading and just kept reading, asking questions, talking to people. I did have someone who came beside me and walked me through choosing curriculum, which was super helpful in the beginning um, and actually taught me how to do that on my own. I wasn't alone because I did have those. Uh, actually, today there's so many more resources available that even weren't available back then.
0: Well, how did you make those connections with the people who helped you out, people in your church or just friends or what?
1: I started on HSLDA and then went to uh, Illinois Christian Home Educators, some of the, and, and they led me to various groups that were nearby. Then I connected with uh, some co-ops and support groups that were right in my town.
0: So you had some mentors. Yes. And now you're mentoring folks, right? I am. Tell me about that. What do people ask you? Oh boy, I, I, I know I should do this, but I'm really scared and mm-hmm. boy, I don't have the time for this. Uh, I'm not good at math and uh, <laughs> boy, if I homeschool my kids what four or five hours a day well this is going to lead to the breakup of our family because we're going to mm-hmm. go insane.
1: Right I'm going to ruin my children <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know I, I'm really not cut out for this. I don't remember what I learned back in high school um, on and on it goes. I start out reminding women that God gave you these children and entrusted you with these children and nobody else. These are your children And he's called you to raise them and to teach them. And he's also promised to be with you in that. So the Lord will bring other people in your lives that will help with that. when you need to trust him. I also remind them of the alternative. Uh, And and really, what is the goal? What is the goal we want to achieve with our children? Are we looking to churn out just another product like the school system? Or do we want individuals who can um, embrace the Lord and how God's designed them to be?
0: Individuals who can think, not be told what to think, right? (laughs) Right, Right. Right. Well, we were at a big group that IFI sponsored, and the speaker mentioned something that I really hadn't thought about, that your home education, the focus should really be about discipleship, disciples of Jesus Christ. That's a big part of your thinking, isn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you build their character through the Word of God and um, help them to discover who God made them to be. And, you know, the fun part is we get to discover who God made them to be as well. Encouraging or or guiding our children to know who the Lord is and who they are in the Lord is a full-time job. It's really, really challenging to do that on the off hours, especially in a school system that spends all that time fighting against this. Right. The verse that comes to mind is when um, Jesus says, you're either for me or against me. There is no neutral. Right. So putting our children in government school where they are fighting against biblical principles and teaching against biblical principles and then expecting to be able to undo that and then teach them to embrace the Lord, to me is a much harder task than homeschooling all day long.
0: And think about the blessings you're missing out on
1: Oh, Absolutely. You know, a- education is a quest for knowledge. It's not trying to fill your brain with a bunch of numbers and statistics so you can pass the test. Um, and the heart of homeschooling really is a lo- to develop a love of learning. What homeschool moms, homeschool parents, dad's homeschool as well, but what homeschool parents discover in teaching our children, we discover so much more at the same time and we grow. A
0: lot of blessings involved with Christian home education, but there's some hardships. There's some challenges.
1: Um, homeschooling does have its challenges. It is a lot of hard work. It is a great investment in your child. I just want to remind everyone that you know we need to rely on the Lord. And if He's called you to educate your children at home, trust in Him. Find some help. Seek some people to mentor you, to walk with you, and know that it's a journey, it's a lifelong journey. The reward comes in close to 18 years, so don't expect to see immediate results and stick with it.
0: So I really neglected to ask you, with this position with IFI and Rescuing Our Children, What are some of the things you'll be doing to assist people who are interested in home education?
1: Well, I do mentor home educators, and I um, know a lot of other mentors as well and will help uh, connect you with somebody in your area that can do that. Also, helping to build co-ops, find a location, learn about funding and insurance or anything that's involved in that. And if you're interested in starting a co-op, help you learn how to um, make that happen. So basically make it happen.
0: Make it happen. You've been there. You've done that. You're speaking from experience. And that's what we need. Well, we've got much more to talk about. Ann Hurst with uh, Illinois Family Institute, one of the leaders of our public school exit initiative, rescuing our children. We want to talk more about how this program, this initiative, this action plan can uh, work for you. Stay tuned. With the future of Illinois and our nation on the November ballot, prepare for the election with the Illinois Family Institute's free, nonpartisan Voter Guide. To order copies, go to IllinoisFamily.org. The Illinois Family Institute Voter Guide is a great way to find out where candidates stand on issues such as life, where they stand on LGBTQ issues, sexuality issues. Order copies of the IFI Voter Guide at IllinoisFamily.org. IFI's David Smith. You can order one copy or you can order a stack. Hand them out to your family, friends, and you can even hand them out of church. For free copies of the IFI Voter Guide, go to IllinoisFamily.org. And while you're there, sign up to receive emails from IFI. For events, legislative updates, and other vital information, IllinoisFamily.org. Hail and well met. I'm Alyssa. I'm Eliana. I'm Kenna. And I'm Jenna. We are four females
1: who, by discussing and dismantling subjects prevalent in the Western culture, want to make truth self-evident once again. We want to make current cultural events and worldview issues relatable to our peers and point all those listening to the gospel and what the Bible says. We are available on any platform you find a podcast.
0: So please leave us a review,
1: follow us on all the social medias, and please give us a listen. Self evident, dedicated to speaking truths that were once self evident and doing so in love.
0: Thanks for joining Illinois Family Spotlight. Monty Lerick back with you, along with Ann Hurst with uh, Illinois Family Institute's Rescuing Our Children Public School Exit Action Initiative. This program, really in its infancy, and Anne is on the ground floor. She's a home educator, has been. Let me ask you this. How can rescuing our children, public school exit, assist parents or grandparents who are now considering home education?
1: Well, I know that I was blessed to be able to find various people in various organizations that kind of directed me, but that did take a lot of work. And there were some years that were pretty scarce. Uh, is there a co-op near me? How do I cover this subject? Do I just get to it later? And I believe uh, that rescuing our children is a great opportunity to have a one place to go to to find all those resources to direct you where you need to go. The, the hope is to have resources throughout the entire state of Illinois so you don't have to feel that you have to live in that particular location to to find those groups.
0: And you just go to Rescuing Our Children on our website, Mm -hmm. IllinoisFamily.org. There's a banner there that says Rescuing Our Children. You click on that, there's a wealth of information right there at your fingertips.
1: Yes, there's great articles, great videos, and we hope to continue uh, building that website for more and more resources. And I do enjoy talking with folks and helping them to connect. You know, the beautiful thing about home education is it's crafted to the individual child. So each family is made up differently. Each child is wired differently. And we want to help you have a variety of different options so you can find what fits best for you and your family. And what fits best this year might not be the same next year so you'll have to come back again.
0: Well, let's talk about that. What fits this year might not fit next year. Is that because the kids are older?
1: It's a whole lot of factors. Life hands us different things. Things change in family structure. Maybe you're adding more kids. Maybe uh, a job change, you have the flexibility to change it up if what you've chosen that you were so sure was going to work isn't working anymore. Or uh, maybe it did what it needed to do, and now you need to try something different. Maybe you just want Something more interesting. You
0: mentioned co-ops. Yes. Is that a good thing?
1: It is a good thing. Uh, Like anything, you need to apply discernment to it. Is it the right fit for you? Is it really doing what you hope to do? One of the first things you want to do when you begin educating your child is lay out what goals you have, long-term and short-term, and then you want to revisit that and change it up and be open to changing it up. So a co-op could look like a large group of families that gather together. It could look like a small group, families that gather together. And since it's cooperative, Each parent plays a part in it. So we take our giftedness, our experience, or even just what we're comfortable with. You may or may not teach a class. You may help in other ways um, to organize it. You don't have to teach to join a co-op. But we have a lot of parents who are very skilled at teaching. In fact, a lot of teachers leave the profession to uh, teach their own children, and they'll come in and they'll bring their experience in science or in writing or in math to fill those areas that you're just uh, a little weaker in. So
0: if you're good at math, maybe you should teach the math class, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're not, maybe your skills lean toward language, teaching a foreign language or something like that.
1: And that's uh, also um, another great blessing, because then when we partner with another family, and, and we did that for years. My family partnered with another family. Her strength definitely was in English and writing, and mine is in math and science. She wanted her kids to learn biology, but wanted to have nothing to do with dissection. I said, I'll I'll lead the dissection. That doesn't bother me about bit. I totally understand <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then you lead them in writing up those lab reports, and, and we work together well, and uh, the children um, really enjoyed that that relationship and I enjoyed it as well.
0: So when did you begin homeschooling? How many years ago was that? 25. 25. Have there been some new concept innovations to home education, talking in terms of Christian home education, Mm -hmm. something new out there?
1: I think over the years there's been much greater development in STEM, a lot more variety of, of different media you can use to teach, although I've done off of DVDs and such as that you can join in um, online, you can do a combination of that, but I really embrace traditional schooling, and I don't, I don't like to use the word schooling, traditional education, traditional learning, more of a classical learning, going back to reading good books and diving into great literature, and there is a movement away from that to some extent, but home educators, if they choose to gravitate to that, There is also more opportunities, if you're looking at homeschooling through the high school years, to do a dual education. I do know a family. Dual
0: education, what's that?
1: That's taking college while you're taking high school. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, you can even use the college courses for your high school. Public schools do this all the time. They uh, don't always have that opportunity available to all the students, but it should be. Co-ops also give another opportunity if we want to get away from the regular academic core classes to just add all that enrichment programs. Co-ops that will teach drama and you can do a play together, have music, have art.
0: You mentioned curriculum. Boy, where do you begin to get Mm -hmm. the right curriculum? Because some of the stuff you've got to really watch out for. It's really not geared toward Christian home educators. Mm -hmm. So you could be getting... In your home education leftist
1: ideology. Very much true. You definitely don't want to try to copy the school system that you chose to pull your child out of. Um, You want to go a different path. There is a lot of curriculum out there that calls itself Christian, but just adding a Bible verse here and there isn't really, isn't enough if you're looking to have a solid Biblical worldview to use biblical principles throughout your education, and I think that's really really important There are some some stellar companies out there that I would highly recommend Uh, master books Uh, Master books publishes a lot of uh, material that uh, answers in Genesis um, Has produced but they also publish material from Jason Lyle, and they really embrace and demonstrate how you can see the glory of God through his creation in everything. When you look at that, you can't see anything but the glory of God. And you could really see the contrast of what's being mistaught.
0: You could always go to Illinois Christian Home Educators, their website. They have information on curriculum as well. You mentioned that you were able to get some help through that organization Mm -hmm. and Um, the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. So let me ask you about that. If I'm a parent, a grandparent, and I'm going to be home educating the kids. What does the government have to know? How much government interference mm-hmm. do you have to deal with?
1: Illinois has its problems when it comes to government interference. I won't, won't be shy about that. But we really? are, <laughs> oh, they tend to want to. <laughs> kind of direct us and can restrict us a little bit too much. When it comes to home education, that's not the case. Uh, Home education in the state of Illinois is a private school. So we are uh, regulated just as private schools. That means that you can design and craft your private school however you choose to do it. If you start out educating your child at home and don't enroll them in the public school, there's nothing you need to do. If you do put them in a government-run school and you then want to pull them out, there's a couple steps to take. They're pretty minimal, and HSLDA will guide you right through that, uh, even creating a sample letter that you can personalize and send to your school. They they really know every detail of all the regulations they keep up on it. We need to be knowledgeable of what those laws are and not trust that when your local school says you must register, you must uh, let us Check your curriculum that that's not true in the state of Illinois. So keep up on those laws. The best way to do that is to go to our Rescuing Your Children page on Illinois Family Institute because we're, and Illinois Family Institute does keep up with all those laws. Another great resource I use. Um, and also, Illinois Christian Home Educators, our uh, state organization, uh, holds a conference every year. Go every year and you can find. Your answers to choosing curriculum, you can meet with the curriculum writers and providers and and see what's out there. You can go to sessions put out by HSLDA and what's going on legally now, what's going on currently.
0: Well, we want to keep government out of our homes and our sound Christian schools. We need to let our lawmakers know that we're watching what you are doing.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, and it's responsibility of citizens to watch over and keep an eye on those lawmakers and kind of guide them.
0: And I think a question you need to ask of the candidates that you're considering voting for is, what do you think about home education mm-hmm. and Christian schools? Are they entitled to the freedoms that we have today?
1: We, we don't want them to regulate any private school. We are a private school. We, we like all the options available for families to choose.
0: All right, let's have a lightning round here. Okay. Okay sports and home education?
1: They are available. Um, it could be through your public school. It could be through um, outside of school groups, park districts, uh, co-ops. Some are devoted specifically to sports.
0: Okay. But if I go through those programs, could I get a sports scholarship?
1: Maybe, maybe not. It depends on where you're getting a scholarship from. But what's your main goal? Is it the scholarship and the sports or is it the soul of your children?
0: There you go. Music classes.
1: There's a lot of private music lessons available. There are actually groups that, uh, full orchestras and full bands available to homeschoolers and uh, home educators can sign their kids up through a Christian school program even if they don't attend the school.
0: Colleges, universities do welcome home educated students more and more, right?
1: They look for them, they seek them out, employers seek them out as well. They're actually uh, a little higher ranked.
0: Okay, and I would suggest that these kids are better prepared academically, are they prepared socially for that college setting?
1: Hmm. That is the big question. What about socialization? (laughs) Which is short
0: for socialism, right? (laughs) It it, it,
1: it is. So what we're doing is we're comparing um, the idea that if you you put your child in a group of 30 to 40 um, students that are all uh, their age, within 12 months of their age, and that's who they interact with, five days a week, eight hours a day, and then outside of school as well, that that's somehow going to be better than a a child who's exposed to interacting with people of all different ages and all different walks of life on the job. There are so many more opportunities for socialization for those who are home-educated, the flexibility of the time, the the exposure to so many different groups and and settings and environments.
0: You've done all this work with your kids. You've home-educated them, Christian discipleship solid academics, all this, and then you send them to a taxpayer-funded college Mm -hmm. or university, and you know what goes on there. Could all your work go for naught?
1: It really depends on the individual child. We, as parents, there's no guarantees. We do all that we can to raise our children, train them up in the way they should go. Scripture says when they're old, they will not depart from it. If we start when they're very young and dedicate all those growing years to helping develop that Christian worldview and to also expose them to the realities of what's out there in the world, they will be better equipped, whether they go into college or the workplace, because they're going to meet those challenges everywhere.
0: Let's talk about the workplace. I imagine home-educated kids, in particular, are going to be better prepared for the workplace, and employers, businesses, would say, that's the kid I want, Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Not only will, will they notice that, but your student will notice that their coworkers are a little more lax on responsibilities, uh, but the employers know that. They know who's the hardworking, who's the ones that take initiative. Because if you remember, those, those that are home educated, the home environment lends itself to the student taking complete ownership of their education. So in the same way, they're going to take ownership of their, their job and the responsibilities there because it's, it's, it's what they've been taught. They, they, they don't go through a system going, what, what do I need to do to get pot? <laughs> there we
0: go. Yeah. If I'm an employer, I'm looking at this home education movement, mm-hmm. especially Christian home education where ethics and values and morality are taught, that these employers need to look at this. This is a talent pool that we can dig into.
1: Yeah, integrity or even something as little as showing up for work on time. That's kind there of a big go. thing these days.
0: Quick question. Do you have to have high-speed internet to home educate these days?
1: No. <laughs> okay. No, and you also do not need a high education to home educate. Oh yeah. The statistics out there show that that students who are home educated score quite a bit higher than their public school counterparts. Um, regardless of the parent's education, regardless of the parent's economic status, regardless even if they, they're in a, a single-family home or a, or a two-parent home.
0: A lot of moms, they're struggling to get by. They're probably working a couple jobs, who knows. And then you're saying you need to home-educate your kids. How do you do that?
1: There are a lot of single parents that have chosen to educate their children at home. There are also parents who started out in a two-parent family and and tragically lost one of the parents and found themselves single. They do continue to do that. There is support from HSLDA, um, from your local homeschool groups um, to help with that. There's opportunities to work at home, and there's the flexibility of homeschooling.
0: Maybe are a grandparent. A friend, someone in a your church. Or,
1: yes, definitely grandparents, definitely.
0: God will provide a way.
1: Well, you know, we talked a little bit back about co ops, and there are some co ops that are, or different types of micro schools where you might drop your kid off for a day or two days during the week and then do the rest of the educating at home. And that would uh, give opportunity for a single parent or A married parent that needs to hold a job at the same time to do that or even if you have a home business to just um, have that time as well so
0: micro school (laughs) yes you mentioned that Uh, I have a rough idea what that is what's your definition
1: it's basically a type of co-op where uh, families come together to school outside of the regular government school system so it is a private school and they also bring in teachers they could hire teachers to come in to fill uh, wherever their parent pool may be um, was lacking. And it could be extracurricular as well. It could be somebody teaching driver ed or um, art classes.
0: And you meet in a church basement or what?
1: Whatever facility they find available that that particular group.
0: You spent years home educating. Ever look back and say, oh, I regret that?
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Greatest blessing to have that opportunity to watch the joy of discovery in my own children in everything, every discovery, every learning opportunity, and, and to be there when they're struggling and to be the person that carries them through that struggle because I love them through it.
0: You bless your kids. You blessed yourself.
1: They blessed me.
0: Well, you could be available for some mentoring, right? People want to call IFI, maybe get in contact with you. How's that going to work out?
1: Go right to the IFI website, org. click on Rescuing Our Children, um, contact the office to say, hey, I'm looking, I've got some questions, I'm thinking about this, I'm, I'm already in home education, help.
0: You need to go to org. click on Rescuing Our Children, and there will be a good starting point for you. Thanks so much. Ann Hurst with uh, Illinois Family Institute. Once again, to go to our website, IllinoisFamily.org. Click on Rescuing Our Children. Now a reminder, we have a big banquet coming up with Sam and Kevin Sorbo, who love Christian home education. They are big-time advocates for this, but we need you to attend, and you're going to want to attend. If you'd like to register, give us a call at 708 708- Or you can go online at illinoisfamily.org, just click events and you can register right there and uh, we'll have a good time. Tell your family and friends about Illinois Family Spotlight. Do support the work of the Illinois Family Institute. And until next time, stay healthy, stay active, and God bless. For more information about Illinois Family Spotlight, visit ifiaction.org. And to email questions and comments, do so at feedback at ifiaction.org.